0: Hey New Orleans Pelicans fans, welcome back to the Protecting Nest Podcast and welcome back to the Smoothie King Center. I hope y'all got in the building. I hear some folks had some trouble seeing the game on Bally Sports TV. Hopefully they get that all figured out. And on Dish, Cox, YouTube TV, whatever it is they were having problems with, they need to get that sorted. But hey, we're all still in preseason form except kill Alexander Walker, but we're going to get that to that in a minute. Again, Pelicans fans, welcome back to the Protecting Nest Podcast. Pelicans, 100% New Orleans. We're going to try and get back to the live and local stuff once we can, once the regular season starts. We're looking at some giveaways, some music movies and hoops. Y'all go check us out over there. Y'all might remember Chris Conner from The Bird Writes. He just wrote a bomb piece. And it ain't even got nothing to do with the Pelicans. It's all about his music and stuff. So y'all want to get to know us a little better, go check it out. It's a great piece on one of his, you know, favorite artists that's up and coming. And it could really, you know, you never know. You might find your new jam for the day. But we jamming on last night's win over the Orlando Magic 104-86. The Pelicans come out playing without their top two scores. Zion was out, still coming up from his foot injury. Still not playing five on five that we know of. Still doing just off-court work. Just dribble off, dribble off, pass off, you know, steps, basic movements like that. And then... Brandon Ingram was out with a knee contusion. Nothing to worry about. We've got a few weeks before the regular season starts. There's no reason to burn out Brandon Ingram in the first game. And really, I'd rather see him for the first time in the Smoothie King Center when it really matters and he's he's showing Joel Embiid. That, uh, what He's giving him the business. And we're going to win on October 20th regular season home opener against the Philadelphia 76ers. Brandon Ingram's going to have a coming out party. But... Last night, against the Magic, Nikhil had a coming-out party. I mean, it's his third year. He's really going to have to prove himself. He's eligible for the contract extension that Zion's eligible for, not the money, not with the all-star and all-NBA caveats that come with Zion's situation. But Nikhil can get paid after this season. He, he knew that. So coming in, he knows that going into this season. Uh, he's a lot more confident coming in from his rookie year. I got to do a feature with him in the locker room, got to do some interviews after the game, told that story about me and Josh Hart laughing about how uh, there was a miscommunication. I guess maybe I mumbled it. Maybe maybe the music was up. Who knows? The media contingent was loud. Zion was in the building that night. But Nikhil has got a lot more confident since that first few weeks uh, uh, coming into the league. And that's to be expected. But to make the make the leap he's made and show it on the court the way he's done. I mean, he put 19 points in just in the first half. And he five assists, two rebounds, two assists, 19 points. He hit five and nine from three. I mean, that spacing from deep is going to come in handy for everybody this season. But it's extra extra money on his contract at the end of the season. I think the Pelicans, if you look at Brandon Ingram, And his situation, you know, going to a contract year, he got paid after he could the summer. They could have extended him before that, that, that season started a few years ago, but they were still worried about the blood clots. They could have done the same thing for Zion, but obviously they had different plans. The Pelicans, as much as David Griffin has knocked the draft out the park since coming through New Orleans with Zion, all the way through Trey Murphy and Herb Jones. His, his signing trades had and, and contract extensions, besides for BIs, look kind of questionable. You know, Steven Adams got one, and then he was shipped out. Lonzo got here. He wanted to get paid. Instead, we shipped him out. And really, Garrett Temple and Tomas Sadoransky, they they might not end the year on the roster. They might not end the year really playing good minutes for any decent team. And maybe not even a, a rebuilding tanking team because they would be just a little too good and they might actually mess up and win a few games. But for this Pelicans team, I don't know if they're going to play that big of a role. The, the more I watch how this this team and this roster is unfolding under Willie Griff, uh, Willie Green's guidance, and everybody can tell the difference. If you look at social media, Twitter, find me doing it, Dodson, or on, at Unfiltered Dunks for the podcast, you can you can see everybody sharing how this team's just playing with each other after plays. They're cheering for each other. They're going after each other, you know, during interviews. And just there's a playful nature of this team that didn't exist last year. But even though we were without two starters, we did welcome back Jonas Valachunas. He got his his debut in the Smoothie King Center as a Pelican. He got on the court. He scored 13-9. And and then he decided he wanted to take an early shower. So he started waving at the refs. And with like five and a half to play in the third quarter – he argued a call, got teed up for the second time. He went and got ready for a, a nice relaxing evening, uh, not having to worry about it. But once he left, that even just gave more room for the young Pelicans to shine. Trey Murphy wound up ending with 20 points as the as the leading scorer of the game. Nikhil ended with that 19. Jonas got his 13. If you look at the rebound, and I mean, between Jonas, Willie, Najee, Josh Hart, Zion, I, I, look, Jonas got nine before he left. Willie Hernan Gomez got seven in his limited minutes. Trey Murphy, he's shooting lights out. He is shooting the cover off the ball. But he's also rebounding his position very well. He's a 6'9 sniper that could really grow into, I mean, opposite of Brandon Ingram. Now that we got Brandon Ingram locked up. And we get Trey Murphy growing into what he could be going into, like, his third year. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. There's no reason Zion's not going to want to re-up here. There's going to be two of the best young wings in the game ready to dominate right beside him. With with Nikhil leading the way. Nikhil is really looking like he can do a lot in this offense. He can do a lot even with Brandon Ingram and Zion on the court. He's not going to have to give up any of his game. And, I mean, he's 6'6". He's 205". He's going to learn to defend his position well, just the same way Ingram and Zion's have to learn to defend their positions. And look, as far as this Pelicans team going forward, I'm fine with them going without, like, a true point guard, like a true Chris Paul type. Like, they don't need it. One, you got point Zion. Now, look at that first preseason game. Ingram's learning to be a playmaker on the ball. We know, again, Zion can playmaker on the ball. Graham can do some great passing. Nikhil's showing he's fine. Like he's going to be real nice. He is a he's, he's got his flaws, but he's an NBA level starter. He would start on a lot of teams uh, that would be lottery teams, and I think he's he's going to show throughout the season. He is a playoff caliber point guard. He might get exposed in the playoffs a little bit, but the Pelicans have enough enough uh, ball handling and depth and playmaking around him. It, it, he can get out of that and just really do what he does best. And still grow into that, grow into that game, grow into that position for this team, so he can lead going forward. Because I think Nikhil, Trey Murphy, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Jonas Valanciunas—that's your core. That's your five. You've got to do everything you can to keep them in-house happy and growing together. Again, Jonas, we know he can pass out of the post. He's not gonna be some you know black hole on offense. We've seen him hitting threes from the top of the key last night. Najee can pass. Uh, Jackson's going to learn that part of his game. He, he's all right. He can hit the obvious passes. He's never, you know, wildly off with it. He just doesn't see some of the more nuanced passes. But as he just comes consistent and just moving the ball and keeping the offense flowing, he'll find his game in there. And and the way he's shooting, him and Jonas being able to switch, flip and flop, pick and pop, oh, Lord, it's going to be just pretty. We got a, We got a team full of guys who can run they're just gonna be able to run transition we're not worried about it you know Josh Hart is a one-man fast break still that's one of the best parts of his game these guys can all for the most part run on ball offense even if it's just you know at the elbow quick turn and and pivoting for Jonas but everybody else can do it with the ball in their hands and they can all make the secondary passes they're good to great at every level I mean Zion and Ingram are gonna lead the league and efficiencies and, and shooting percentages from certain spots on the floor. We know that. They've done that. They've proven they can do that over months at a time and seasons. Uh, there's just no stopping this team once they really grow into what they can be. And, they don't again, they don't need to have that CP3 type or LeBron or even a, you know, Jokic or Luka running the options like that. We, we got the tools. Willie Green's just going to have to get creative to make this offense work when that when that is the one one weakness that other teams go for they're gonna have to be able to do something about it and right now we're 10 minutes in so I' gonna tell you if you want to if you want to up your your gambling wallet you want to really roll your bankroll up from one dollar into a hundred dollars we could do something about that too because you know the protecting us be part of the basketball podcast network That spun off from the hockey hockey podcast network y'all feel me. And they doing something where if you bet $1, you can win $100 in free bets as long as you put it on a hockey game and there's one goal scored in the game. It doesn't even matter how they score it, doesn't matter who it's scored for. You bet a dollar on that game, they score, you get $100 that you can bet right back with the sports book. DraftKings is the best sports book, even if it's not available yet. They're not going to leave you empty-handed. Like Louisiana, we we finally getting some stuff going. DraftKings is going to have a casino and sports betting here in the States. But until we get to that point, you can do stuff with them and play for huge cash prizes all season long with the DraftKings Sportsbook. They even got a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes if you just go deposit and play their daily fantasy. But for this, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any hockey game, and you'll win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you one big C-note in your pocket with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and a minimum $1 wager required. One cut per customer, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings dot com slash sportsbook for details. and if you got a gambling problem anywhere call one eight hundred gambler but pelicans fans I got a gamble for you getting back into the protecting this podcast find us over at Twitter at doing it at unfiltered dunks I got a gamble for you y'all remember when I was talking about Lonzo and said I was gonna get a face tattoo if he could even hit seventy percent from the free throw line and he shot fifty six percent thank goodness I didn't re up that bet one Never double down on a bet. Always take your winnings, pack that up, put it in your pocket, save it for later. You heard me? But here's another bet for you. Nikhil Alexander Walker is going to be a better player at pretty much everything. He's going to cost less and he's under longer team control. So even if we didn't wind up with much out of the Lonzo trade, because again, Saturansky and Temple, they may not provide a lot on court production. They may not win us a lot of games this year, but they could be packaged in other deals. Pelican's still got a little draft capital out of it. We'll, we'll be all right. Pelican's all right in that, dra- that trade. At least they didn't have to pay Lonzo and, and then try and get off the contract as well as the talent. All they had to do was get off the talent. They netted what they netted. But Nikhil is going to be better. He's going to be more uh, effective on the court. He's going to be better for this team. He's going to be able to actually get to the rim, provide better spacing. I think he'll shoot better numbers than Lonzo. And, again, he's going to be cheaper for the next few years, especially once, uh, even if he doesn't get paid a contract extension this summer like that will be offered like a max contract that will be offered to Zion. Nikhil's still going to get paid. Even if he makes it the a restriction fee agency, look at the way he's playing. We're going to have to match an offer almost. We would be crazy not to. Right now, if anybody offered him a contract, the Pelicans would have to match it. Any of the contracts pretty much offered to his class this offseason – add 10-15% to that for next season. Best bets because of all the revenue coming back with everybody going back to the stadiums for COVID and all, all the lost revenue, whatever. You would pay it to Nikhil. You would pay that to Nikhil. He went Reggie Miller from a corner three all crazy like. he—he he just a one-man wrecking recruit. Yeah, he's not going to maintain this crazy consistency, but... He's showing flashes of greatness at some points. He's 22, 2, 3, 2, 1, 17, uh, uh 7 or 13 shooting. Two or six from three in the first game. Six or eight from the free throw line in 21 minutes. That's why I know he's gonna be better than Lonzo at the free throw line. Don't even get me started. I think he's gonna be better in every spot. And 19 in this game, five or eight, five or six from deep, four or four from the free throw line, and that was just fourteen minutes. So miss me with that 8-5-5 five, five you got in Chicago. Don't miss me with that Kyrie the Herb connection. We all loving that, even the LSU fans in the area. Y'all got to give it to the Alabama boys. They gave us a couple of good ones there. They, they, they might not. I'm still waiting to see if Kyrie can do something like a Nikhil. Again, he's 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 a couple years behind because Nikhil at least got a summer league. Kyrie didn't get all that. All he got was the COVID and the pandemic. So we're going to have to give him an extra year to grow into it. But he's... He's still showing signs of being good. It's mostly the consistency. That's going to happen to young players. Uh, It tends to heat up late in games, you know, once the defense gets softer. So Kyra might be one of them players that makes some of the blowouts either look worse than they are if they don't call off the dogs. If Willie Green, just like Kyra, go get what you want to get, it doesn't matter if the Pelicans are up 20. Also, if the Pelicans are down 20-25, and that's going to happen. It happens to every team, even Jordan's. Bulls Lost to an expansion Toronto Raptors. It's going to happen. Kyra may make the, the the scoreboard look a little bit more flattering than the loss, but that's part of the game too. That's just part of the game. And so is Grahams getting used to playing with this team. He, he's not quite sure where he fits. One, because Nikhil's doing so well, you might... Graham might have not only seen his minutes reduced a little bit, he might have seen his role bump down to a reserve and leader, you know, six-man type that we might have seen Nikhil in because Nikhil just played so great. You argue against this starting lineup. Nikhil, Ingram at the two, Trey Murphy three at the three, at the three, at the three. He's open for three. I hope somebody uses that on live. At the four, you got Zion, Jonas at the five. Then you still got Graham, Kyra, Saturansky, Temple, Hart, Naji, Jackson, Herb, Billy, Willie, Willie, Willie. You got all that to build a reserve rotation around a staggered, just staggering the starters out. Come on, you can't, you, you can almost not go wrong with that. Willie Green's just gonna have to figure out whose shots falling on the night. And right now, Graham's shots just not falling. It, the guys are still paying attention to him. That's a big change from Eric Bledsoe last year, who even if Bledsoe was five for five on the night he would still be wide open on a six shot. They're not going to abandon Devontae Graham. Defense is just going to have to pay attention to him on the perimeter. He's just got that reputation. Uh, it'll take a lot to lose that reputation, and I don't think it'll be back. His shooting's off right now, but his defense is still solid. His passing's been borderline fantastic, and he's he, he's going to start most nights, and it should depend on the matchup more than anything and who shot's going down. But that's just, that's just the way it is. As... Same for Nikhil, though. he's a He looks like he's one of the best four guys on this roster. He looks like he should be a starter. Uh, same for Trey Murphy. He's hitting the shots again for the second game in a row after a great summer league. Uh, if there was a redraft today, he would go higher. Hell, if there was contract extensions after the first six, seven games as a pro account in summer league in the preseason, he would already be getting a raise. He's a certified sniper. He's got great potential. He should be in the rotation early, and he could start. I don't think he will start over Josh Hart or Najee Marshall to begin with. Uh, maybe even Sadoransky bumps in, and they bump Ingram to the three some nights, Jackson around Jonas. Uh, but eventually, Trey Murphy is going to shoot his way into the starting lineup, which let me go off on Trey Murphy again. This is going to be a little longer podcast than usual, but I think y'all will love it. I appreciate y'all. Any five-star reviews are helpful. But listen, Lonzo Ball, love him or hate him, I don't know here. He left for Chicago as the 10th all-time in made threes for the New Orleans Pelicans. 10th all-time. He made 323s in 118 games. Brandon Ingram has 293. He's right behind Lonzo. Ingram's made that in 123 games. Not quite the same clip. I think Ingram will get a lot better. He'll, He'll be getting more shots than Lonzo will in Chicago. So, Eventually, even Ingram would be making more threes at a higher clip, more volume than Lonzo. We all knew that. But he will replace Lonzo at 10th before even the holidays, before Thanksgiving even. However, Trey Murphy could be on the top 10 list at the end of his second season because they got 82 games. If the Pelicans should get to the playoffs, they should get at least one series. Trey Murphy entering his third year. Could already be on the top 10 list for made threes. Because who's going to stop him? He's I mean he might still grow into 6'10", 6'11", type KD-style wing. Uh, I mean, come, how are you going to stop that with him and Win- Ingram running the wings? They're both going to get plenty of shots. They're both going to have plenty of space. So, 182, uh, not 182 games. This ain't baseball. Go Rays. 82-game season plus playoffs, at least 160 games. Can Trey Murphy do in 160 games what Lonzo did at 118? Oh, come on. Trey Murphy, open from three. It's the five words that'll warm any Pelican's fan's heart. You cannot stop that. So we're really going to see it. We're really going to see things like that, those kind of milestones with this team early and often. That's the best part of having a young franchise that's still growing, going through the pains even with people saying they're going to be moved, even though we know they're not, as long as Gail Benson's alive, she's not even going to sell the team. But the the best part of growing with this team is they're also going to grow into all time franchise greats, and the list are going to show that free throws made list is going to have Ingram and Zion. They're already ninth and tenth. They're already ninth and tenth. If they make their free throws and play defense, come on, this team's going to go places. And we're going to be able to say, oh, they finished all that. They had that great season. We got to ride along with them for these few great years. And when we look at the franchise all-time greats list, all the same faces that you have those great feelings with for, they're going to be on that list. Lonzo won't be on that list. You'll still have your greats. You still have your David West. You'll still have your, um, you know, your Drew Holiday, your Chris Pauls, Tyson Chandler will be up there for some rebounds for a while, but. You know, some of these other fly by night names that we rented from the Lakers and then sent on for spare parts, nah, not so much. But hey look, bygones be bygones, they can go on get the all oh, you know the rest of the verse and you know what's next. The Pelicans gonna actually go up to Chicago, see Lonzo in his new home. He's gonna try and get on the leaderboards up there for all time greats. Lonzo thinks he can lead the Bulls back to the glory they had under Jordan. <coughs> we all know that. Bullshit. But you can watch that game at Pelicans.com backslash live. It won't be on Bally Sports or anything, but you can still watch these Pelicans as they come up into the regular season. I'm really looking forward to seeing how we blitz the Philadelphia 76ers on regular season opening night, October 20th. See y'all in the building, and I will see y'all next podcast because we done wrapped this up over 20 minutes. Got a few guests, got a big interview next week. Can't drop it yet. Don't want to get ahead of myself. But y'all going to love this. One of the Hall of Famers from around here. Y'all look at the list. Look at the roster. Anybody that guesses what Hall of Famer I'm trying to get this interview with sound like it's going to happen. If it happens and somebody guesses it right on Twitter, I'll get you a signed Jackson Hayes card. I'll at your boy and protect your nest.